my whole team was just because it hasn't been done before it doesn't mean that it can't be done now so I was very strong will he gave me the platform to to put a map in place of how I could actually do it subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts the football daily on off the ball Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with the Champions League. The two most successful clubs in Europe's top competition are into the semi-finals. 14-time winners and holders Real Madrid finished the job against Chelsea last night. A 2-0 win for Real at Stamford Bridge gave them a 4-0 aggregate win. Rodrigo scored both goals for the Spanish champions. Chelsea have lost four games in a row in all competitions for the first time since November 1993. Still no win for Frank Lampard since he took charge on an interim basis. Chelsea are 11th in the league, so almost certain to have no European football next season after a shocking campaign. Their first since Todd Bowley and co. took over. Chelsea legend Didier Drogba claims his old club now lacks class and that it's unrecognisable from the time he spent there. Lampard, who is a teammate of Drogba, says they'll get back to where they want to be, but the short-term focus now has to be on the final seven games of the Premier League season. I don't think it's time to jump too far ahead of the step that's in front of you. The step in front of us is seven games in the Premier League to show that performance because that's uh, um, the standard. And of course, the end bit of being clinical and scoring is absolutely crucial and that's something we need to address. I'm here for a reason, obviously, because the season hasn't been what it is and in this, this role that I'm in. So can I affect it in that period? Hopefully, yeah. But the bigger thing for the club will be Okay, we want to get back to where we were, but the challenges are big. Everyone's doing the same. Everyone's investing. Everyone's getting better. Maybe some clubs are more stable than we are at the minute in terms of the squad. So I don't think we can get ahead of ourselves other than you know, having little tastes like tonight with this disappointment and understand what it takes to get back. And I, I know what it takes to get back. Seven-time winners AC Milan drew one all away to Napoli to seal a 2-1 aggregate win over their Serie A rivals. Olivier Giroud scored for Milan just before half-time after an explosive break from Rafa Leao. Giroud had a penalty saved by Alex Moret when it was nil all. Napoli also missed from the spot in the 82nd minute. Mike Menion denied Kavicha Kavaratskelia. That would have set up a cracking final 10 minutes. Napoli did eventually score, but it was deep in injury time when Victor Osimhen got the goal. Milan take their place in the semi-finals for the first time since 2007, and it looks like we'll get a Milan derby in the semi-finals, unless Benfica can overturn a 2-0 First leg deficit at the San Siro tonight. Real Madrid await the winners of the Manchester City and Bayern Munich tie. City 3-0 up from the first leg. Bayern boss Thomas Tuchel admits his side need a minor miracle. Pep Guardiola says they won't sit back on their 3-0 lead and all he cares about is tonight's game. We just talk about the game you have to play, not talk about the result we had in one week ago, what was going to consequences about the future happiness. What do you have to do in the game? The game and focus in, in every single action what you have to do to try to get the result as best as possible to reach the semi-final. Once tonight is done, then City play Sheffield United in the FA Cup semi-final on Saturday, play Arsenal in the Premier League next Wednesday. So the treble is very much on for Guardiola's side. Erling Haaland will be expecting to add to his tally of 47 goals for the season in those games. There's talk that he'll sign a new contract. Guardiola says the 22-year-old Norwegian has been a breath of fresh air on and off the pitch since he arrived from Borussia Dortmund last summer. Look, I think he adapted so quick to us from the day one. First in the locker room with his mates, but he adapted perfectly. We have a good mindset. Uh, 
So it was not a problem since the day one. We felt it just arrived. This specialist guy in the way he introduced himself, with not just with the players, staff, backroom staff. So have been so natural. Anything was forced or anything was complicated. It was completely the opposite. Bayern's top scorer Eric Chiappa-Moting recovered from a knee injury. Sadio Mane will also be available after being suspended for the game at the weekend for punching teammate Leroy Sané after the first leg against City last week. Mane was fined a club record €350,000. Pep Guardiola suggested that incident shows Bayern are determined to put things right. Thomas Tuchel was asked about this theory. I know what he means, that like this kind of energy in a dressing room, it shows also the determination and shows like... That, that it's alive, that the players are not happy, that the players like uh, are angry with themselves, with each other, like which which can be used as a which is also kind of, of of a form of energy. It was to a certain extent that we don't like. It was too much, but still, I see the point that Pep mentioned. We thought actually that we 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 turned it around we thought we 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 had we turned around the momentum to to use it as 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 positive energy in our last match um it's, it did not happen i have to say so it uh it i don't think it will have a major impact now some good news for manchester united marcus rashford trained today despite suffering a groin injury a week and a half ago luke shaw and marcel sabitzer have also taken part in the session having shrugged off knocks ahead of tomorrow's Europa League quarterfinal second leg away to Sevilla. Rashford missed the first leg, which finished 2-all. He wasn't there for the away win against Nottingham Forest last Sunday. There was talk he'd miss as many as six games. It's not clear what part he'll play in Spain tomorrow, if he will play a part. But they also have that FA Cup semi-final against Brighton on Sunday. Big game in the WSL tonight. Leaders Manchester United host Arsenal. United are three points ahead of the Gunners, but they've played a game more. Katie McCabe's winner against Manchester City before the international break got Arsenal right back in the title race. Champions Chelsea are second, a point behind United, but like Arsenal, they have a game in hand on United. Arsenal and Chelsea still have to play each other. We'll hear from Arsenal boss Jonas Edeville in a moment on what he expects in tonight's game. But first, here's United manager Mark Skinner who says there's still too much football to be played for this game to be decisive. As exciting as, as I think it will be, I think it will still go down to the last game. So, yeah, look, it's a key game, by the way. I'm not I'm not downplaying that, but um, I still think there's a lot to go ahead first um, before we start looking into that. They work very hard, very solid defensively, have a clear idea of, of how they play. So I, I expect that we need to deal with it the best way possible. Kickoff is a quarter past seven. At seven, Brighton can move off the bottom if they beat Everton. There's more championship action as well. Six games down for decision. Third place, Luton travel to Reading, who could move out of the relegation zone with a win. Middlesbrough in fourth place hosts Hull. Struggling QPR take on Norwich. And playoff chasing Watford face relegation threatened Cardiff. Last night, Georgie Kelly scored a late equaliser for Rotherham against Burnley who had to put their title celebrations on hold. It finished 2-all. Sheffield United in second place beat Bristol City 1-0. That meant Burnley, who've already been promoted, couldn't wrap up the title last night. Will Keane's second-half winner gave Wigan a survival lifeline against Stoke. The 1-0 win leaves Wigan five points from safety with just three games to play. But unfortunately for Wigan, most of the teams above them have at least one game in hand. West Brom moved into the top six with a 2-0 win over Blackpool, who are second from bottom, four points adrift of safety. 
Former Crawley Town manager John Yems has had his ban from football for making racist comments to players extended until 2026 after a successful appeal by the English FA. Yems was found guilty of 11 charges of racist abuse in January and he admitted one. He was given a 17-month ban. The 63-year-old's extended suspension is the longest ban issued to someone in English football for discrimination. The FA appealed on the basis it was insufficient. A report from the Disciplinary Commission had said comments made by Yems were not a case of conscious racism, which the FA said it fundamentally disagreed with. Assistant referee Constantine Hatsidakis will officiate on Saturday for the first time since his incident with Liverpool defender Andy Robertson at Anfield. Hatsidakis was stood down pending an investigation but cleared of any wrongdoing by the FA. He'll be the assistant referee for the championship game between Preston and Blackburn at Deepdale. He'll also be the assistant VAR for the Leeds and Leicester game in the Premier League next Tuesday. And Wrexham are now just one win away from a return to the English Football League. The Wells Club, co-owned by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, beat Yeovil 3-0 in the National League last night. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball. The Football Daily on Off the Ball.